Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Over 5 million people play football in the USA and here to bring it to you in the raw, uncut, unadulterated is the undisputed number one sports show in Atlanta and abroad. 100 yards of football live from headquarters. It's more than a game, more than a show. It's where football blends culture, economics, and society. Tap in, tune in, and lock in to 100 yards of football now. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA and NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline. Where the game starts. Welcome to 100 Yards of Football. And tonight in our Legends segment, we got two FSU legends. We got my roommate, Room Doom, from Richmond, Virginia. Mr. Walter Carter. We call him Maggie Lee Walker. What did the show, Walt? Hey, I'm glad to be here, and that's amazing that we still use the phrase. That was my high school, by the way. Absolutely. Walker, but that shows you the pride I've already had in my high school. <laughs> I guess 40 years later, we're close to it. So, close to it. Close to it. glad to be here. And then we got another gentleman from the class of 1980. He used to live two doors down from us. He roomed two doors down from us. From Crystal River, Florida. Crystal River High School. Mr. Edinburgh Richardson. Eddie, welcome to the show, man. Go no. Ah, <laughs> hey, brother. <laughs> Hey, man, I'm so happy both of you guys on the show. Hey, man, you know, it's amazing, right? I can be doing nothing in a day and have a thought of either one of you guys, and I go from I go from no smile to right there. I Just smiling and laughing, <laughs> just thinking about, you know, all the good times we had together, the brotherhood. You know, the FSU brotherhood is tight. You know, you guys just got back oh, yeah. from a weekend with some of the fellas, right? And so there's oh, nothing yeah. like a brotherhood. Walt and I started roommates. Walt was one year ahead of me. And so Walt, when I was a freshman, Walt was a sophomore. We became roommates for three years. And then Edinburgh um, ended up getting a red shirt one year, um, got got sick. And so we played together. We pretty much came out together, Eddie. 
you know. And so um, it's, it's good to have these guys on the show. So let's talk about it, man. I did the first thing I want to know personally, right? You know, Florida State's in Tallahassee. And I'm going to start with you, Walt. How did they ever recruit you out of Richmond, Virginia to come all the way down to Little Tallahassee? And by the way, Coach Bowden didn't recruit you, right? Yes, yes, yes. You already said it. Um, when Coach Bowden came to FSU, he had left West Virginia. Mm -hmm. So they were recruiting me during that time, which I had no real oh, wow. desire to go to West Virginia. Okay. Um, my grandparents lived in West Virginia. I'd visit there a couple of mm -hmm. times. It just didn't appeal. Mm -hmm. George Henshaw, uh, the defensive line coach, practically parked at my high school because his he was from Richmond, Virginia. He yeah. always would visit. So that was a locked-in connection. Mm -hmm. But again, I really liked him. I really liked Bowden. But I, there was just no appeal to going to West Virginia. Right. So when they um, – I never ended up signing. Honestly, I had grade issues. I played basketball. I was just torn between do I have to go to junior college, smaller blacks. I didn't know right. what I was going to be able to do. Mm -hmm. So I waited. And, of course, a lot of recruits kind of backed off, not knowing about going to have the grades and all those things. Mm -hmm. um, and then, secondly, I heard the word in sometime in January that Coach Bowden and Judge they had accepted a job, and I didn't hear Tallahassee. All I heard was Florida. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I thought, that's it. I, you know, and, they, and they said, we still want you, and they had, we had the grades to come together, and would you be willing to visit this school? And wow. I remember getting off the plane. I looked around, and I go, well, well, where the palm trees? Because I didn't know about no Tallahassee versus uh, I had no idea. It was actually until I went home with you, uh -huh. we traveled literally eight hours or more. I don't even remember. That's right. But I just knew that I never recognized just how big that state was. You remember the world was right. the world was different back then. We didn't get to fly on planes and right. go to nowhere, <laughs> and so Tallahassee to Delray Beach, if I was going any direction from Virginia, mm -hmm. I would have been in Boston, I would have been down in Georgia, I would have crossed all kinds of states. That's but in Florida, you just went from the top to the bottom. To the bottom, exactly. I right. can't say that I had some understanding geographically. I can't mm -hmm. say I went to a powerhouse. It was right. it was a blessing, and it was just the Lord being in the right place. We all know the rest of the history. Right. Never even heard of Florida State. But all I did know was Bobby Bowden, and I didn't want to go to West Virginia. West Virginia. So, oh, wow, man, that, that's powerful. Now, Enver, I know your story is a little different because yeah. you had a brother, Louis Richardson, playing at Florida State. I think he started out at a different college. Did he, did he go to New Mexico State? New Mexico? He, he went to the Western Yeah, he went to Western New Mexico and transferred okay. to Florida State. Transferred to Florida State, right, right, okay. And so I know the appeal for you, and, and, and you know, it's amazing. You know, I don't know how many games Walt went to when he visited Tallahassee. I never went to a game. I never went to a Florida State game. I never came on, on a, on a official visit, right? And so for you, Edinburgh, I'm quite oh, sure you were in Tallahassee a lot watching Louis play. So what was the appeal for you? Well, actually, 
Well, actually, uh, Louis and uh, Frank DeBoer came to Crystal River and to watch me play one night. And uh, I actually had my best game. Wow. And uh, they, they met me after the game and said, hey, we want to we wanna offer you a scholarship at Florida State. Will you come? I said, um, let me look at my options because, of course, I had uh, uh, things from Florida. I had a couple of things from Georgia Tech really wanted me bad. But uh, I said, well, let me look at my options. And, uh, of course, I had to talk to my coach, my basketball coach, because he, he, I had to tell him everything. And uh, and that's that's the way it lined up. I, I went and made a decision say, yeah, I go to Florida State. Wow, that's awesome, man. And uh, I, I can't really say what got me there at Florida State because I don't mm -hmm. know if that would be appropriate, but uh, <laughs> when I was recruited up there on my recruitment, I'm going to go on and tell it anyway. Uh, I was riding with the recruiting. They had another player in the car with me, and uh, they drove me down through the campus, and I saw all these girls. I'm like, my God, coming from Little Chris River, and my and the, and the recruiter looked back at me and said, uh, seven to one up here. I said, sign me up. <laughs> but I I truly enjoyed my time up there. I did. Well, you know, Tallahassee was it's a, it really was a, a small little place for us. You know, it's a government town. But man, you know, our campus, you know, is right. nothing. Uh, it's, it don't even compare to the campus today. I mean, it was a small campus. You know, even the football stadium. Man, what what we held back then about thirty five thousand, maybe something like that. You're right. Matter of fact, I think I think Walt played in front of bigger crowds in high school at the Armstrong Walker game. I know I did at least once a year. I wow. could compete with the early uh, stage of our career. You know, absolutely. with uh, with uh, absolutely. 30,035, you right? But but I tell you, man, it, it was special, man. I I, I remember, you know, I, I went on an unofficial visit. And so me and my parents went up there. We drove up there uh, the night that we played the state championship game and met Coach Bowden like 8 o'clock in the morning. And I knew right away, when I, when I spoke with him, I knew right away I wanted to play with him, right? And I told my mom, I said, mm -hmm. I, I want to play for this guy, my mom. Make a decision like that right now. Right? So, so anyway, um, uh, I just it felt special. I didn't get a chance to meet any of you guys because it was an unofficial visit, and you guys were off campus. You guys were going home for the holidays when I visited, and so I met this guy who all of us know well, named Ivory Joe Hunter. Who after I after I met with Coach Bowden. Ivory Joe took me around and showed me around, took me to a little club out there in Midway called Columbus. <laughs> you know, and so I had a great time. Met, met his family, had a great time. And on top of that, you know, my mother's family was from Quincy, Florida, which oh, is wow. like 20 miles west of Tallahassee. Wow. You know? And so, but anyway, so, you know, it, it was, it was a, 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 a comfortable feeling. Um, but when I met you guys, man, it was a wrap. I, I knew I was in the right place, man. I knew I was in the right place. And so so it was so much fun. Hey, but Walt, this, Walt, there was one other reason. 
there was a reason that sealed the deal for you to come to Florida State. Now you talk about Eddie and his food, his plate, but Miss Betty has something to do with you coming to Tallahassee. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was just joking, uh, Ember. You know, I was talking to Bobby about. I said, man, I, I ain't never seen nothing like it. Ember and Willie Jones. They look like they were coming down that line with Miss Betty with them trays, the food I saw them eat. Them boys still got a good appetite, <clears throat> which means you're in good health because you're healthy. Your engine got to be running. You got to burn it off somewhere. Look <laughs> like y'all walking around. You might have picked up some, but ain't no 385 and sloppy. Yeah, yeah, you just, you're just still eating, man. But a couple of things that training table. And you think about what the FSU offered us with those apartments. I mean, that was a seriously nice setup because all of us was trying to get, you know, everybody living in dormitories. Right. We all giant men or right. we were. I, I take that lightly. I don't know how giant Bobby was. Hey, I, told story, I told the story this weekend when we were doing that fishing. Uh, we were talking about some of the recruits and uh, one of the guys, uh, might have been, I forgot, they, they were mentioning some of the guys, it's like fish, the ones that got away. Right, right. And they were utilizing the names of like, um, uh, what was the guy that played, um, golly, uh, well, you talk about Randy Moss, we were right, talking right, about right. some of the guys that, that um, and the name, um, um, I brought up AC, and right. I remember right. when he, right. Not Aaron Carter, with the one Anthony Carter. Yeah, so yeah. I'm sitting there, and I remember Bobby, and I told this story the weekend with the fellas. I said, Bobby said, man, the guy coming in town this weekend, that's a deal breaker. Said, he said, man, I'm telling you, we got to get this guy, man. This guy right here is a difference maker. We don't have to get this guy. I said, man, we, we, this will put us over the top. So I'm like, get up. Line up some girls, try to make sure we can do whatever we can do, make sure we go to the club, and make sure we get this dude, man. We got, I think I had Henshaw call somebody. We <laughs> lay it out and help you bring this guy home. Absolutely. I walked up in there, and I had a look. I said, I look that over there. Go, oh, oh. Okay, let me look back over there, Bobby. I said, you don't make it. He said, "Oh no, man! I'm telling you, he really looked like he looked like he just walked right out of a pool hall or something. No look of nothing close to no football player. Nothing." And he said, "I'm telling you, man. Okay, I guess you know, but." You sure? <laughs> Everybody know the rest of that history. <laughs> we couldn't exactly. have but I mean, what a deal maker he would have been. But I had no idea. And I wish you talking about the, the ones that got away, you know. Right. right. And, and he was one man, and we, and we were right. so close. Matter of fact, we had a chance to backdoor him after he went to Michigan. Because when he went up there his first year, he wasn't happy, yeah. right? And so he called me. And I went to Coach Bowden's office. Coach Bowden said, well, you know, we can take him, but he's got to leave. And so I'm, I'm getting excited again. We're going to get a chance to get him. But whatever whatever he had to get straightened out, he got to straighten out, and the rest is history. That guy, that guy, wow. well, as a true freshman at Michigan, the first three times he touched the ball, he put him in the end zone. That guy. 
Oh yeah. Oh no. no and and no, I'm no. telling you, and, and Walt, I saw I saw AC. I went by his place a year ago. April was a year ago. Went by his place in West Palm to visit with him and his son. Okay. He looked just like he did back then, and, and when he came on a recruiting trip, <laughs> he hadn't changed. <laughs> Bro, he, I mean, he hadn't gained fifteen pounds. He hadn't gained ten pounds. Bro, he looked the same today. And I said, boy, I, if I throw you one deep, can you go get it? He said, he said, I think I, I give it a shot. <laughs> he looked just like could. he did back in the old day in in, in mm. the mid seventies. So a phenomenal athlete. Well, we had a lot of great guys. Now, we had a lot, a lot of great talent to come through there. Because when, we, when I think about yeah. our time, when I think about our time, next week, y'all, I'm going to have the seniors, guys who were seniors your sophomore year, they're going to be on the show next week. Jimmy Higgins, Aaron Carter. Uh -huh. You know, I'm going to have who else going to be on that show? Big Lake, right. Jack. I'm gonna have Willie Jones. I'm gonna have that group on next week, right? Those guys were special. Wow. Right? Those guys were special because I know yeah. as a true freshman coming in, just watching them the way they approach the game, especially on the defensive side of the ball, man. And those guys were great football yeah. players, right? I mean, when you when you think about yeah. Yeah. Defense, we we added. I, tell me if I'm wrong now. Before before we got my class came in. Was Jimmy Higgins a nose guard your freshman year walk? He he was. I think um, they moved in the linebacker. They moved the linebacker. Um, okay. And um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of with him on the, on this one. There's a lot of stories that could be told, but them two little jokers, boy, and we'll tell you what they did between whatever time and whatever time. <laughs> I used to go. I don't know how they do it, but <laughs> come game time, they oh, were oh, bro. They, 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 they were, no joke. But I tell you what, I went in their room one night before I came one night, and I backed out. I said, well, I ain't going in there. <laughs> I, I can't go in there. <laughs> I, 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 man, I, I had to try to hang, and I just didn't understand. I mean, you know, back then it was a whole different world, but, you know, the, the, and the coaches knew it. Of course. But, I mean, it ain't like you get high. I mean, it wasn't like they were doing illegal. I mean, right, right, right. cigarettes and all that. Man, I ain't mean nothing. I mean, me hanging out, running the You, man, I watch AC. Just, I mean, you look at him. He like, he like the other AC. He like the other AC, right? Guys, exactly. and you do not see anything mm -hmm. close. I mean, you got all those big necks and right. giant nothing. They both what them. Look like a tree stump. He just, I mean, he don't look like the other one. Look like he ain't looking like a toothpick. That's right. And they two the. I mean, what they would do with the leverage and physicality mm. that they go AC Carter, man. I mean, hey. back then, three hundred pound lineman, two hundred eighty pound lineman, and he weighed about one sixty five. Mm -hmm. He buckled them right to their knees. Right to their knees, man. I never and, and he, only the film it was the only yeah. way you could believe it because you see him in street clothes, you had no idea. You had no idea. Well, well, you know the most amazing thing about it, Walt. Yeah. Um, when you think about all the great defensive players that have come through FSU, I'm talking way after us, right? Oh yeah, the Derek Brooks, the Peter Ballware, all those great linebackers. Uh, Marvin, what's what's the boy from Miami? Shade Tree. Yeah, uh, all those great players. Marvin Jones. 
Jones. Marvin Jones, Shade Tree. They call him Shade Tree. All them players, yeah. to this day, Aaron Carter is still the all-time leading tackler at FSU. Wow. Think about that really? now. Wow. To this day. Wow. And then you look at that's Jimmy. You take, you take, you take, you take, you take Jimmy. You take Jimmy and you back him up. And a lot of people don't know how athletic Jimmy was. Jimmy ran a nine six hundred yard dash in high school. Well, think about how tough he is. He was a fullback. Uh, exactly. The nose guard that went the linebacker. With the linebacker. And so you talking about running inside out, right. bro? You got them two back there, bro. Man, we couldn't have nobody any better. Than yeah, we always, um, all of us was on I, the team. I tell you what. Go ahead, Amber. No, I'll tell you what. That we we had a we had a team was like a family, man. Uh, Aaron Carter, Jimmy Higgins, all them boys, man. They were tough. They were hard nosed, and we wanted to win because we was actually the group that was building that program to be what it is today. I mean, it started with my little group, and we we, we ate together, we, we 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 stayed together, and that's what developed our continuity with each other, man. And uh, that's what started to build that program. And a lot of recruits, when they did come, they saw the togetherness that we had, man. Offense, defense, that's the way it was back then, right. you know. And then we had the coaches. Like Stanton and Glad and uh, Mike Dow, man, it, those guys wanted to pull everything out of you, man, to see you use that on that football field, and that's that's what made us good, man. That's where well, I see it. I, I tell you, and you're right because when you think about the personnel we had, right? But when you think about our coaching staff, because Jack Stanton was a was was a yeah, you know, I, I, I like to hear the stories about Mickey, right? And I, you know, they talk about Mickey, and I'm like, man, right. y'all don't know. <laughs> Yeah, no idea. Y'all don't know, right? Yeah, no idea. I sit there and shake my head, go, all right, okay, all right. Y'all have no idea, you know, what used to go on um in uh, our defense. No. But you know what? The thing I love about Coach Stanton more than anything was the fact that he coached everybody the same. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. You could have been you could have been you could be an all-American, he don't care. You better give him all you got. Yeah. You better get to that football. You give them all you get. Hey, Amber, I gotta tell you this, man. When 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 Coach Stanton left Florida State, you know, he coached me in Atlanta. He came to Atlanta and coached me two years, right? Right. And so, right. So he he kept the first day he met with the with the secondary, he said, Now I'm gonna tell y'all right now, I got a high expectation for y'all. He said, I'm going to show you how things are supposed to be. And he brought out a Florida State reel. <laughs> and he was showing plays. Walk. He was showing, now we're talking about NFL guys. He was showing, right. and, he, and his, his number one play on that reel, he had a lot of plays. But the number one play he had on that defensive reel was the Mississippi State game in Tallahassee. Your senior year, I was a junior, and that boy, I think it was Hoss Doss, who ran the ball from the 50-yard line all the way to the goal line, and you were the backside in, and you came back, and you was running the whole time. Oh, back to your, head, your head was back like that, and, and you were running, and you were running, right? 
and Keith Jones came across the goal line, laid a right. on the knuckle. That ball popped up in the air, and you fell on it in the end zone. I never forget that, right? We got so when he we came to Atlanta, when he came to Atlanta, he was trying to teach pros this is how we're gonna run to the ball. Now you know in the NFL, ain't nobody running to the ball like that. <laughs> well, they ain't run to the ball like that. <laughs> oh, God. I knew that was the play that's in Bowden's book. And that, you know, because that right. shows the effort that you never give up and you get rewarded for it, and you'll always be remembered for that, Edinburgh. Absolutely. However, to, to, to back up what we're yeah. talking about, and I think I just sent it to you because I think it's been a year now or the anniversary of uh, the passing of Coach Bowden. Mm-hmm. Um, but they showed, and I, may, I remember sitting there next to you. He had come back because um, he had been gone for a little while and they had a big booster right. gathering. Uh-huh. And, they were, and you knew it was going to happen. It had to happen. Mm-hmm. Somebody said, who's your favorite team? Mm-hmm. And you know it, it, it had to come out, and so he's there, and he's reminiscing, he's talking, and to tribute to everything you just said, uh-huh. he still said that 1977 squad, and yeah. the man that had two national titles, one <laughs> list of all everything, right. and yet he remembers like we remember yeah. how it started when it started and with who it started with. And that was the AC, the Jimmy, right? You know, the Bobby and the and 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 the float on the so we started the Kendall and Neil. We had the baby puppies, we had the old man and we had the uh, had, and when you put that jail together, it's still thirty one years later that man said it right we were the best favorite of his own. It was, it was special, man, because that one of the things I can say, you know, we, we came from all different places in the, in the country, but we bought in to, 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 to the system. We bought in because the play for Coach Stanton, you got to yep. buy in or, or you're not going to make it, right? You know that. You're not going to make it. Yeah. Um, it's extremely no. hard. And, and, you know, he's going to coach every play. And so, and, and, and he's going to coach you on technique. He's going to coach you on performance every play. Now, the ball don't come your way all the time to get yeah. a, a check mark for performance. But if the ball don't come your way, the check mark or the minus is getting to the ball. If you get to the ball, but matter of fact, the hardest, right. thing, the hardest thing for the corner to do, right? So just imagine this now. And, and y'all know what I'm talking about, getting to the ball. So let's imagine I'm playing the left side of the field, out wide, out wide, let's say by the sideline, by the benches. And they throw a go route on the other corner, a deep ball over there. If while he's got that projected, if my body don't get in the frame, if I don't run across that field and my body don't show up before the next play come on, he give me a loaf and a minus for performance. Mm-hmm. So we had to run like That's that right. all day long. And it became a habit. And so we got to get, we were, we were in better <laughs> shape than anybody. I mean, we were going to, getting the ball hitting. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it was an amazing thing, man. And, and so, and, and then when, when you start having some, success. Some my guy. Go ahead, Eddie. No, go, go ahead. Finish what you're saying. I'll I, I come after you. 
Go ahead. Well, no, but when you start having success at, at, at what he's teaching you and how he's driving you, you buy in. Because at the end of the day, when you when you win, hey man, that's what it's all about, right? And to have um, Gene McDowell, that's what it's all about. Coach, to, to to have Henshaw at the time, Henshaw was a defensive line coach at the time. That's right. And then we had um, uh, who else we had? Oh, Co- Coach Gladden, coaching the edge guys, right? Coach Gladden Jones and Coach Edinburgh, yep. you know, uh, Scott Warren. He was coaching those guys, and so. Man, it was it was special, man. Right. I mean, it, it was a special time, you know. Ooh. And and then everything was difficult. Was I mean, we start we start talking about curfew check, right? Hey, well, I had a hard time. Yeah. Both my boys, I had my older two boys went to school on athletic scholarship. So my oldest boy go up to uh, Fordham up in New York, the Bronx, and Derek Wittenberg is his coach, right? Oh wow, Derek Wittenberg is his coach at Fordham. And so I asked Derek, I said, well, what, what, what time do they have curfew? He said, we won't have no curfew. I go, what? <laughs> so then I'm thinking, that's a basketball thing. That's a basketball thing. Because I ran track in college. Wow. It was the same way in college. I said, okay, that's just basketball. So my son Bryce go out to Southern Cal, playing for Pete Carroll. And I asked Pete Carroll the same question. Well, what time y'all have curfew? He said, we ain't got no curfew. Like mm. what? But their uh, method was this: we're gonna work their butt so hard they're not gonna want to go nowhere. <laughs> and what okay. Whit, what Whit would do, what, okay. what, what Wittenberg would do, he would call a shoot around at midnight. Oh wow! But whenever he called you, you better be available. There's no excuse for not being in the gym at any time of the night. Or in the morning, if I call you, y'all gotta be there. So it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a different day, right? It's a different day. But w- what we went through, and then we started talking about the off season. We started talking about weightlifting. We started talking about mat drills. <laughs> That's a whole other story, all in itself, right, right there. Yeah. Good. <laughs> 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 mat drill, bro. bro. You got tired just then thinking about it. Well, the thing was, Maggie Walker, my <laughs> high school. We played, we, we had a very <clears throat> superior football and basketball. Right. Those were my two sports. If I could have chosen, I would have been a basketball, but football fit me better. Right. We didn't have, we had a universal machine. I didn't even know what rates were. And, you, <laughs> and you know, we, you know, you, you know, you forearm people. We <laughs> right. ran around the track. <laughs> then when that was over, you went into the gym, he started shooting. Ball, you, know, right? man, you know, I ain't never done nothing other than those two things for four years. Yeah, I come over here, play my heart out, season over. I think season over. Season over. <laughs> I ain't seen them kind of weights. I ain't know what spring ball was. I ain't know nothing. So it was, and then oh, I, didn't, I didn't even know what match was. The man tried to get me to wrestle. Which I play basketball. I said, man, I'm going to play basketball. I'll see you on the first cut. I was pissed because I'm thinking, I can play basketball. But he looking at my side saying, I ain't worried about you making no team. And I ain't worried about making a team and doing well. We win the state team. But I'm like, man, I ain't no wrestler. What's wrong with you? If we got in that man, I was like, I was thinking to myself, what is it? We're going to wrestle? What are they doing? Man, you're right. I, I, I can tell right now thinking about that place. 
<laughs> well, well, well you, do you remember, we lost some great guys because of the mat room. Trust me. Guys who played as yeah. freshmen, who contributed as freshmen. Right. And they go to mat drills for one week, and they say, I can't do this, and they leave the school. We, we, Dude, we lost some good guys like that. That's the way the game used to be. And now they talk about how many of them would have been in the transfer portal. Oh, we would have lost half the team at the end of that drills because I'm getting out of here. And they go, well, 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 guys, you ain't got no curfew. Can you use another wild out of defense? If they from us, they wouldn't have been able to coach the same. Right. And that means you got to have these athletes because yeah. you they, you got to have them year after year that they can leave early, they can transfer. Right. So you want to push them, and then we've lost some guys, literally lost them. Mm-hmm. I think a couple of guys, one and no, died on the mat drills. It's, right. Yeah. it's right on the edge of yeah, being right. right there, you right. know. Right, right. So right. is it all right? <laughs> no. But was it what we were doing during those times? Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you didn't, if you ran them off, you ran them off. Because that's the way they looked at it, you know. Well, 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 think about it. Football was that way. I mean, they needed guys who was going to battle. They needed guys who was going to know how to persevere, know how to endure the pain. And what happens in that, man, this is what really happens. When when you go through that mess like that, when when they dog you out, you, the whole team going through it. So when I look at Keith Jones, I look at Ira yeah. Joe Hunter, I look at Bojack, we got to pick each other up, right? Hey, man, come on, man. We, we got it. We got it. We're going to do it. Yeah. Now, we mad at Coach Stanton, but now we're coming together. The <laughs> players are coming together because yeah. we're going through this stuff together, you know, and it's, and it's tough, right? And so, and, and it's nothing like I, that I, because I, I really believe because, see, like one, of the, one of the things after y'all left my senior year, you know, our defense was good, good, was really good, right? We always had good defense the whole four years we were in school. And so the, my last year, nobody had scored on us, man, in the fourth quarter. Nobody, the whole year. And we're playing in Florida at home. Mm. This is our last game at Doak Campbell. And Florida is on on the goal line, first and goal in the fourth quarter, late in the game. And, bro, everybody's sitting there, man, we're not going to let them in. We're not going to let them in, right? They run a dive play. Reggie Heron minute, bam, stop it, right? Everybody giving each other a high five. Then they, they, they tried to run a sweep. And, I, I, and uh, a skull came up and blasted the fullback. We got him for like a two-yard loss back there, right? And everybody getting excited. Next thing you know, they throw a pass. He knocked the pass down, and now it's fourth and goal. Man, the play's going crazy. But on defense, the brotherhood, we're looking at each other. We're giving each other a high five. We're not going to let them in. They're not getting in here, right? And we stopped them on fourth down. Man, that place went crazy, man, on the, off of a defensive stand. But, but it was, I'm feeling it right now. I got goosebumps. Yeah. I'm feeling oh, it right now. Okay. I don't want in there. I don't go. <laughs> I like that pride, baby. Oh, that, pride, that pride knock them back, Doc. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I like every play. I can see Reggie Hurd. I can see Storm. I can, I'm, I'm telling you, man, I'm sitting here as this going. And we all got that pride because you set it up well. Everybody scored on us the whole season. The whole quarter. You ain't say there was on the goal. You said, well, first and goal. And I'm, I'm like, man, but y'all, I'm, I'm loving every minute of it. That's the kind of stuff that 
That's that's just you just got to be there. That's what it's all about. And so and so, but build that because you're pushed. The coaches got their knees in your back. We're running to the ball every that every play. Everybody getting to the ball, bro. We running to the ball. We laying hats on the, whoever got the ball. We laying hats on them. And so you get to playing four years yeah. like that. See, four years like that, and then we had the privilege. When Bojack, Nat Terry, Kincaid, and, and those guys left, Monk Bonasar, Keith Jones, me and Ira Johanna, and Skull, we played three years together. Bro, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, man. I'm going to tell you something right now. Keith Jones is one of the most underrated football players to ever come out of Florida State. And on top of that, Keith Jones was an academic All-American in his last two years. Couldn't run a 40, but I'm telling you right now, mm. That dog right there, Hunt. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, he gets to that ball, he's knocking everything out. He's knocking everything out. And one thing, he was an intelligent ball player. So I can always, when he's when he's supposed to be somewhere, see, when you're playing coverage, right, in the secondary, you know, I got a responsibility. Everybody got the place they're supposed to be. Keith Jones was never out of position. That's what I, I said. Bro, I can't tell you. I, I play for, I play football a long time after college. And I only played with one other guy my whole career that would be where he's supposed to be at the, at the right time. Keith Jones was that guy. Mm-hmm. And so Monk, and so they had no athletic ability. Yeah. So what they had to do, they had to give you effort and they had to be smart. They had to spend time in that film room and studying the right. tape, right? Knowing the personnel, right? Cause I know I don't know if y'all remember that game we went up to uh, Baton Rouge y'all last year at LSU. Oh yeah, them dogs was hunting, bro. Oh yeah, keep keep Jones. That might have been keep Jones' best game ever seen play. Yeah, I mean, oh man, he was knocking guys out that day, right? And you know we were going into the Lions then. You know we were practicing that whole week with the sound in the stadium. I don't know if y'all remember that. Oh, I do. The, the stadium was supposed to be the loudest right. stadium in the country, right? But yep. the stadium was quiet all day because right. he was taking it away from him, right? And so, it, 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 man, it was just nothing like our time, man. I'll, I'll just tell you right now. You, you, you know, and, 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 and like I say, every time I think of any one of y'all, I start smiling, man. Mm-hmm. Okay, where I'm at, I can think of any one of y'all, man, and, and just get this joy in my heart, and then it comes out of my face, right? You know, because of what we did, what we accomplished together. Now, we used to complain at the time yeah. about Coach Stanton, all of us, right? I, you know, when mm-hmm. I left that, I, I never complained right. anymore because what, what he did, we won. And we played great defense. Yeah. I remember um, Can I tell you something? Year, share, you know, when you finally get a chance to actually have a drink with the coach. Right. Orange Bowl. Uh-huh. 79 and uh, uh-huh. sitting there with Stanton uh-huh. and you could literally have a drink with Coach Stanton. <laughs> right. And he, 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 it was almost like you, you saw him for the first time outside of what he was. Right, right. He was, right. was a good guy. And he's like, yeah. oh, well, I still remember because he came to my house and my dad, they, you know, he would sit the drink down on the table and, you know, his song, it won't touch it, I won't touch it, but right. when my dad said a drink and he right. walked that up because here I am now, 
Four years later, he said, you know, plan, we was undefeated, getting a degree. He said, and now here I am, sharing a drink. And then you saw the human side of right. Jack Stanton. But yeah. it took that mm-hmm. to appreciate mm-hmm. him. And it took that time. Absolutely. And I'll never forget. Matter of fact, I, I remember Stanton for that because mm-hmm. we lost him. Mm-hmm. And then we both had flights out. Everybody, you know, all the team was leaving to come back home. And me and Monk mm-hmm. was in Atlanta. Right. And we had a beer or two back then. Mm-hmm. And we just basically was the same kind of feeling because he was going to Pittsburgh, I was going to Virginia. Yeah, right, and, we, right. and we just was literally crying. And right. we just, but we was both sharing in that experience. Right. And neither one of those guys are with us anymore. Right. Exactly. But that's something I remember from both of those guys mm-hmm. doing that undefeated run we had. And that one way that, see, the reason I love your story so much mm-hmm. is because our senior year, we wanted to cap it off. That's but right. as we all know in life, since we so far, we're down the road now. That's all we get, everything. There ain't no fairytale ending. So we couldn't finish it all. Though I'm glad y'all ain't let them in that end zone. There's so many times that you really get to finish it off. Right. I don't want them in this end zone. There ain't nobody did it. And when the people, one thing I liked about Tallahassee, too, the people were so hungry. Mm. For us to win because they yes. have been down for so long. Yes. No speeches that Bowden made, the, the, mm. the town mm. that was a part of it. He would say, you know, we don't have the athletes they got. Right. So when you say Keith Jones versus Florida, you knew they were all them guys could outrun all of us. Absolutely. And, you know, but he would say, but they, you know, and, and Bowden, you know, he'd say, I might say we ain't got a chance. Everybody know our little showboat, you know, however he did our little all suck stuff. That's right. Go out there and say, I don't know how we can stay on the field with them boys. And then we come back in that locker room and we know we can stay on that field. We know what they don't know. Absolutely. And the fans caught a hold of that. And they knew what they had and they loved us for it. And we knew what we had. And then the rest of the country now knew what we had. Absolutely. Well, well, you know what? Now I'm, I'm gonna tell you what. One, one thing I remember: um, my sophomore year, which, from a record standpoint, was the worst year I had at Florida State. That's how eight and three, eight and three year. Right. Yeah. Eight and three. Yeah. We lost to Houston in Tallahassee. Yeah. Houston was running that veer. I never forget it. We lost the game to Houston. And this is what I remember from that game. When I walked out of the locker room after the game, the alumni and the boosters hanging around crying. They felt it. It hurt to lose that game. And they were encouraging all of us, right? I never forget that, man. I never forget that. So it was like they bought in. Yes. You know, they bought in. They weren't going to run there talking about firing Coach Bowden because we lost a game, right? You know, they bought in to to, to, to to what we were doing, and we were on our way. I mean, you think about eight and three, when you take the previous five years, <laughs> eight and three was great for Tallahassee. Right. You know, when you think about that. Right. right? And, so, and so we beat right. Florida four years in a row. I never lost to Florida, right? We split with Miami. Lost, but Miami, yeah. was, Miami, Miami wasn't the team like now 
Miami was a seven and four team pretty much every year I was right. in college. And they had great players, don't get me wrong, you know, but they were not, you know, uh, winning no conference or going to a title game. You know, they were an average ball club. We split with them. Right. But, you know, it turned because Coach Bowden, we were independent. And we had the ability to play anybody. So we were on the road. I remember going to Nebraska my senior year and beating Nebraska out in Nebraska. And the next mm-hmm. year, we got a couple of linemen from Nebraska, from Lincoln, playing at Florida State. <laughs> you know, we get on the road. Wow. Well, and all of a sudden, we we picking up recruits from those cities, you know. And so it was a different time, man, and it was a fun wow. time. But one of the things, one of the things I want to say. Because we've been talking about all the defense, because all of us defensive players. But our offense was way ahead of the eight ball. Because our offense yeah. filled with guys in your class, Wally Wooden, uh, Jimmy Jordan, uh, Jackie Flowers, uh, Mark Lyles, uh, um, Mike, Mike Good was in your class, right? Um, Gil Wesley was in your class. Yeah. You know, we, when we think about the offense, we were loaded from guys in your class. Our, our, our two quarterbacks. But what we did, if y'all remember, it, we we played in the era of the, the option. So if people didn't run a wishbone, they pretty much ran the veer. You know? And then you know, a lot of SEC was running uh, mm-hmm. our formation. Mississippi State was running the wishbone. I don't know if y'all remember that. They ran the wishbone. So yep. it was about running the football. Mm-hmm. But when you got a Florida State team that show up, we run the ball, but we throwing that ball. We throwing that ball yeah. around, and most teams were not ready for that. They were not ready for that. The mixing up, the, the play yeah. calling on offense, and then to have a to be backed up by a great defense. Man, it was nothing like that. It was nothing. And great special team. I tell you what. Yeah, uh, punt, uh, uh, blocking punts. That was our specialty. But you know what's, uh, block, what's funny? Right? Punch. You don't hardly see that anymore. Well, yeah, well, you don't hardly see that anymore from, from college teams. And the thing about it is, man, with Jack Stanton, I'm going to tell y'all about that, man. And y'all know. <laughs> y'all remember when Jack Stanton had us out there practice? It was dark. The offense had gone in. They ate dinner. And, we, and, and, and they had to come out there and tell Jack, Jack, let him come in. We were breaking on the ball. We breaking on the ball. <laughs> Jack, Jack, come on. Jack, go up. He, he was right. He said one thing about it. We're going to be in shape. Ain't nobody going to be in better shape than us. And uh, man, that man, he, 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 he really truly made an impression with me. And uh, mm-hmm. I met, met his friend. I think I was 55 years old at that time. And his friend came up and said, Ed, I ain't heard nobody say nothing good about Jack yet. He said, So what do you think? I said, uh, I said, you want the truth or you want to lie? He said, I want the truth. I said, well, I said, man, I'm gonna tell you. Everybody was looking at me. I said, look, man, if that man asked me right now, I'm 55 years old, run, run them stadiums, Dad, I'll probably go out there and try. You go right now. <laughs> I think because he, he expected that out of us, man. I mean, that's where it was. Hey, man. But he he was a good man. I thought coaches was good, you know. It, it just was that time, that period of time. School field, all them guys, oh, man, man. They was all great, great, great. And, and into the into the game, man. 
And I, yeah. I, enjoy, I, I truly enjoyed playing for them guys. It was hard, but it, it was, was blood hard, and sweat, man. man and that's what hard, we did. Man. It was hard. Yeah. One of the things. And that's I, what we did, though, man. We stuck together. We did it. We did it. I remember coming in as a, as a freshman. I had some goals, right? Now, I'm a buck 45 when I went to Florida State. That's all I weighed, 145 pounds. So, I'm, I, you know, I'm not playing offense. I was, I was a quarterback my whole life, right? I played offense, and that was my thing. But I played both sides in high school. And my senior year, I had like seven picks, and I put six in the end zone. So everybody was recruiting me to play defense. So I'm thinking, since I ain't playing offense, I got to I gotta be the punt returner. And so, you know, they had Bojack and that terror returning punts, right? Now, I'm, I'm a little freshman, and I'm looking mm-hmm. at these guys. Now, Bojack was hurt, right? Bojack, Bojack was hurt. His hamstring was jacked up most of his senior year. And I'm down there looking at Blade and all that. I'm like, man, shoot, they can't run the football like me. I said, no. I'm a, I'm a. So I had my mind set. I'm going to be the punt returner. And they can't none of them beat me out. That's what I kept saying. They can't beat me out. So I'm going down there every day catching punts, Walt. Catching punts in practice. Then on one particular day, I'm going over there, and I see Coach Stanton walking toward me. He stopped me. He said, he said Bobby, I'm going to tell you right now, ain't no freshman going to return punts for me. He said, it ain't going to happen. I don't care what you do. You're not going to return punts for me as no freshman. He said, well, what you can do is take mm. your little blanket and blank. I ain't going to use the words to you. You can take your little blanket and blank down to the other end of the field and learn how to block kicks with all those guys. And I looked down there, Walt. And everybody, Vic Fowler, they laying out, hitting their head on the ground. Bam! And I had a moment. I yep. said, well, I guess I ain't no white-collar football player no more. I'm blue-collar now. So I went down there, man, started laying out, busting my head on the ground, just like everybody else. <laughs> and, but you know. Yeah, but, but you blocked a many balls. But here's what really happened. I, I, I just bought into what he told me to do. I said, I got to give him my all, right? I got to give him my all. And um, ended up blocking a couple couple punts my freshman year. And so, and then the whole yeah. career, I, I blocked a lot of kicks, right? And, and and then again, I tried to get the job again um, um, my sophomore year. Uh, no, no, my junior year, my sophomore year, I hurt my ankle. And so I know I couldn't return them. But my junior year, I'm 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 talking with Coach. I'm talking to Coach Stanton now, real stern. You know, you don't talk with him stern, right? And I told him at my junior, year, I said, "Look, man, I'm returning punts this year." I said, "You ain't got nobody better." I said, "I'm the guy." And he said, "We'll see, we'll see, we'll see." And I'm on it, Walt. I'm on it, right, Coach? I'm the punt returner. I said, "I'm the punt returner." So, first game, we losing by four to Southern Miss. Gary Henry wasn't even mm. fair catching the ball. The ball was hitting the ground. He was rolling 20 yards. And I'm like, dude, put me back there. Put me back there. <laughs> Man, with about a minute, 30 seconds left in the game, Gary caught that ball, put it in the end zone. We win the game. Punt return. Yeah. I win the locker room. Everybody made the block. Listen, I went in the locker room right at the game. I went to Coach Stan Locker. I said, Coach, I'm still a punt return. That don't mean nothing. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm coming at him, right? <laughs> coach, I'm the punt returner. That's how I'm talking to him, Coach. I, I, don't, I don't care nothing about that. I'm the guy. Next week, we play Miami. Gary Henry catch one, put it in the end zone. Caught another one and ran into the five-yard line. 
I ain't say nothing else to Coach Lee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, whoa. I said to myself, I guess I'm blocking kick now. Yeah. Hey, because that hey, Gary Henry was Gary Henry was doing it. I mean, he 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 had a great career. Yeah, on Florida State, man. He had a great career. But man, I'm telling you, man, we had a ball though, man. We had a ball. So talk about, I want you two guys to talk about some of your classmates. I'm gonna mention some names and I'm, and, and, I'm, and I want you to describe this guy and tell me a little bit about this guy. So Walt, I'm gonna start with you. Mark Lyle. He was right there before his time. He was one of the biggest, best recruits we had. Yes. He bought like the Nebraska. He bought that Northeast yes. to our um, program. Mm -hmm. And I think there was a guy from what I understood, Roosevelt something that played at West Virginia. Mm -hmm. They had this big giant, Sam the Bam Cunningham. Oh, right, At right. the time, there's been mm -hmm. these big, like, he didn't look prototypical right. fullback. Right. Because rather than being like giant neck, Giant guy. He was six four, six five tall. He was from the northeast, but he was like he didn't run bruisingly. He really ran with authority, but it wasn't like he was running over people. He had more actual moves, but I think his presence just made us into another dynamic yeah. because as Bowden was mixing it up, Bowden knew how to call them plays, man, but he had this imposing figure mm -hmm. that really was kind of out of character for most teams at that time. That's true. But Bowden recruited the guy and, and he had one of them New York got it. He still got it, too. He, got it. <laughs> he had some swag that we weren't used to. I was kind of connected Closer than I used to joke with. I said, well, you know, you're from New York, and all these other guys, they were Florida and Georgia, but, you know, I'm right here in Virginia, so I know a little bit <laughs> So we kind of hang like that a little bit. But I couldn't keep up with no Mark Lyles. I'll try to be cool. But that dude brought another dynamic to our game that was really – I don't even know if there was anybody else during our era that fit his body type and position. No. Well, now they had a guy in the NFL. No. They had a guy in the NFL who was just like Mark. Y'all heard the name Chuck Muncy. Big, big, big guy. guy. Yeah. And so I, I played against Chuck in the league. Yeah. And he and when I when I first saw, him, I said, "Man, that's Mark Lyles all over again, right there." I got to tell you a quick Mark Lyles story. Mm. So I come to Florida State my freshman year. I'm 145 pounds. The first day we go in pads. We go out there and we do an open field tackle with the backs. So I'm in the I'm in the line behind all the seniors, and you know Larry Keys, you know all these great backs, you know going and and, and I, I get close and I, I start counting to see who I'm going with, and I'm going against Mark Lyles. Man, my heart start going like this, man. My heart start going like this, right? At the same time, I had four of my homeboys from Delray at the gate. Right, watching practice. Oh man! And so when I came up and Mark is up, and I'm scared because I know what he's gonna do. He gonna run me over, right? He gonna run me over. So I get down there, they blow the whistle. I run. I took a side because it's open field tackle. <laughs> took a side. Now you know he way tall, and I'm down here. And walk. 
I just jumped into his knees and wrapped him up because he didn't try to run me over. I guess he's saying, I'm not going to hurt this kid, right? So every time I talk with him, I always think, yeah. man, thank you for not hurting me and destroying my career on the first day of practice. Right? <laughs> but he really wasn't that kind oh, of running type guy. He had an right. figure. Right. But what really made Mark special is he could catch that ball. He great, great pass out of the backfield. Yeah, that's right. Great that was, that was, you know, he wasn't running people over. He was more athletic than people think. You Absolutely. know, he could catch the ball Absolutely. too. All yeah. right, and Bird, I want you to tell me about this guy. Yeah. Jackie Flowers. Duh. Oh, man. Jack, when Jackie came to Florida State, man, I, I knew he he was something special. Because Jackie was like James Brown on the floor. He was very smooth, man. And I, yeah, I, I, was, smooth. I was amazed that a high school guy could come in there and be that smooth. He he ran smooth. He didn't look like he was struggling to run, but he ran smooth, and Jackie got big hands, and he caught that Listen. ball, man. I mean, every time Wallace and Jimmy Jordan would throw that ball to Jackie, you could pretty much count it. He going to catch the ball. He wasn't oh, afraid yeah. of it, man. And uh, I admire him to this day mm-hmm. how smooth he was, man. He, 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 he was a great, he was great, great athlete coming out of Jacksonville, man. And, oh, absolutely. And we, we had some good players. But I think Jackie was one of the top receivers we had. Him well, and Kurt Unglaub, man, they were right. dangerous. Well, Jackie, during his four years at Florida State, statistically was the best receiver we had. Yeah. Statistically, he was the best. Yeah. Now, yeah. He, you know, he, he, reminded, he reminded me of, well, I don't know if you remember Otis Taylor, who played for the Kansas City Chiefs. I do. That's who Jackie reminded me of. Big, tall, had a presence. Smooth route runner, great yep. hand. I, I, I remember. I remember. Mm-hmm. I don't know what. I don't know what year it was. Well, we, it had, I think it was my sophomore year because I was hurt. I was playing, but I was hurt. We were playing. No, no, no. That wasn't my. It had to be my junior year. We were playing um, Southern Miss in Southern Miss, and Jackie caught a post pattern. Junior. And a bee ran into his helmet at the same time, and he was trying to get the bee out of his helmet, and he was running a touchdown at the same time, right? Wow. I know he did that, man. I, I know. Never, he I that. remember that one. He scored. He scored. <laughs> the whole time, he's running the ball, hitting his head upside the head, trying to get the bee out of his helmet, right? But one of the most phenomenal athletes we had during that time was Jack wow. Flowers. And, and you know, our receiving room was great. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. you know, one of the things I could say um, that really yeah. helped me and it, the, t- the tone was set my freshman year when I had guys like Bojack, Nat Terry, Ivory Joe Hunter, Mike Kincaid, when they were there playing in the secondary, and we had receivers like Barnes. We had receivers like Mike Schumann, the dog, right? We had guys like Ungla, yeah. route runners. We had guys like Jackie, who can beat you deep, right? And so the competition in one-on-one, that was the most heated thing we did every day at Florida State with DBs was one-on-one with the wide receiver. Right. I was remembering now, Jack Stant was my coach. Kent Schoolfield was a receiver's coach. And and we That's had two right. quarterbacks that can <laughs> sling the ball. We had two quarterbacks that can sling the ball. So, man, it was highly competitive. Matter of fact, when the pro scouts came to see our practice, every one of them, when we, start, when we did one-on-ones, receivers and DBs, 
everyone was standing up here and watched that whole station. Because we were talking noise, we were competing. We were competing, bro, going at it, right? right? And so that made us That's all better, problem. right? That's how and then I, I, I try to tell yeah. kids today, I'm, I'm training some kids right now, right? And um, and I told I told I told this one boy who's a rising singer. I said, "Look, y'all got to get good in one on one coverage." And the first thing he screamed out, he said, "It's an offensive period." I go, "No, bro, you can't look at it that way. You got to look at it like this is you got your man. You, can you handle your man? You got to handle your man, right? Wherever he go, you got to be all over him." And I said, "Imagine right. if you get good without a pass rush, how great you can be with the pass rush." You know, so you you got to get this part of it down. I went to Florida State some years ago to practice when Terrell Buckley was there coaching corners, and I'm sitting there waiting on one on one. They don't do it no more. Really? What? They don't do it. They don't. Wow. They don't do it anymore. And I, so I go to T Buck. I said, "Well, when y'all gonna do one on one?" And his eyes got big. He said, "We don't do it no more." I go, "Y'all need to get that back because it's nothing like that drill when you got athlete on athlete." Right, when you don't have nobody helping you, right. especially now, now it helps the defensive guys more than it helps the offensive guys, right? Because if you can just say I can take my right. man, and a coach know that well, I can put him on this guy and he can take he can take him out of the game, Bruh, That's a weapon. I mean, that's that's a weapon. Yeah. So that's what that's what that's what that was beyond Sanders. That was beyond Sanders was shut down. Shut down, down corner. And you think about over the years, yeah. all all the shutdown corners we've had at, at, at Florida State, we've had a, a whole bunch of them, right? A whole bunch of them. You yeah. know, a lot of people always talk about, um, like Ohio State want to say they're DB University, Miami want to claim it, even Virginia Tech want to claim it. But I started to put names together. I was, I was doing a show once with someone who said Virginia Tech was um, DB University. I said, man, it's not even close. I no. said, it's not even close. No. So I, I, I went and started naming names all the way from uh, Lee Corso. <laughs> a lot of people don't know Lee Corso was a DB at Florida State, that old man who owned right. a Saturday football thing. And then when you start going through the years, um, Sumner, when you, start, you know, Fred Belenikoff was a defensive back. A lot of people don't know that. He played both ways, by the way. Matter of fact, Fred Belitnikov, until right. Dion broke it, had the longest interception return for a touchdown in FSU history. Think about that. And then you start mm. talking about people like JT Thomas, you know, and then Lee Nelson. And then we start getting to y'all era, Bojack and Blade, and then my era. And then you start Joe, getting to Joe Dion and T Buck and Leroy Butler. And I yeah. mean, you can go Cora Simon and Cora Sawyer. Maybe you can go on and on and on, right? We probably got about 10 to 12 yeah. DBs in the league right now. That are, you know, probably got about four that are all pros out of Florida State right now. You know, so that hasn't changed. Right. Right. All right. Real quick. Jimmy Jordan. Well, I, I loved it because we invented, or at least back then it never happened. It was the, uh, he's a Terry Bradshaw of our era. Yes. And Jimmy could just throw them out. Yes. Jimmy had the rifleman. That's what we called them. Yes. And the one-two punch mm -hmm. of him mm -hmm. and Wally, 
yes. was something that was absolutely just brilliant because Jimmy just didn't have the patience. He didn't want to go out there and sing that thing deep. Oh. And then you needed to have that, you know, like you can't, like Tyson could just knock you out, but Ali could jab at you. Right. So he just sent him, right. Right. Uh, Wally with him to jab, 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 and then he gave Jimmy to knock him out. Knock you out. And we needed, and that, that was Jimmy game. Right. It was so hard to be able to make Jimmy, to, you know, check down. Right, right, make right. Jimmy understand that sometimes taking 10 yards is better than, but at the other side, Wally didn't have an arm to go out there and write for man. Right for man. So exactly. they were the perfect combination. Yes. And with the right chemistry and team around it, Jimmy would have just been Jimmy. Right. But at the time, we needed we needed to mix it up a little bit. Right. So therefore, Jimmy needed that jabbing. Right. Which I don't think Jimmy ever learned to jab. He was a knockout punch he's guy. A, he's a knockout he just guy. Well, well, think about it. Bradshaw was, Bradshaw was too. I mean, yeah, that was a great yep. example. You know, um, him and Bradshaw. You know, um, you know. I, of course, I played quarterback in high school, and I I thought I could throw the ball to anybody. When I saw Jimmy throw the ball, I said, "Thank you, Lord, that I'm playing defense now." Because man, Jimmy. Jimmy had a special, the rifleman. That's what they call him. Yeah. The rifleman. It, 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 it was special. All right, one last one, one last person, <coughs> and Bird. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you I'm, one of your classmates. I want you to tell me about this guy, Davy Capella. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that Dave Capella, dude, that dude could kick. All I know is he eats small. But my God, he can kick a football. I, I always look down. I think that man, this little dude can't kick no ball. But dude, <laughs> he can kick. He can kick, and he did. He, he he was a good kicker. I guess he didn't make it to pro because of his size. But man, that right. he was he was a valuable little weapon we had when we played. You can believe that. And you know, I, I enjoyed playing ball with him. Exactly. Just like hey, he was just like Wally and um, Jimmy. Because, you know, Bill Capice was Jimmy. Yeah. I mean, Bill had the big leg. Yeah. But but Davey, man, had the accuracy, right. man, field goal kicking, man. And, you know, you oh, you man, he, he, was, he was a guy. You know, I played against him in high school. You know, I go I go back and play against him in high school. Really? And he, he beat us. You know, we, we didn't lose a lot of games where I come from. We played Vero. He played on the same team with Tyrone McGriff in high school. And man, that little David Capella, man, okay. kicked the game winning field goal, man. I'm like, man. And then I, I see him in Tallahassee, we're playing together. <laughs> you know, and uh, man, he kicked oh, wow. many, many wow. games for us, man. Hey, listen, man. Hey, guys, he we gotta do we gotta do this again. You know, because we don't have enough time. Man. We got a lot of stories yes, to tell. Is. You know, we got we gotta talk about um, you know, when uh when the communication major, when they had to go to court, when they Went and um, they 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 went uh, hunting. We gotta talk about that. <laughs> we just talked about it this weekend. Man. <laughs> 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 we just talked about it. Hey, hey, we gotta hey, hey, tell you by the time we almost went to jail. He go, no, he didn't tell me that one. <laughs> hey, man. hey, listen, man. Thank you, guys. Oh,
I, I love you guys, man. You'll be my brothers to the to the, to the day I leave here, man. You know, y'all like both of you guys are special to me. And yes. you know, walk, walk, us being roommates, man. man. We, we got tight. We learned a lot about each other. We learned a lot, right? Um, through each other's lives during that time. And uh Ember, you and I, man, you know, hey, we go back. You know, you you and I had the um the ladies for a long time together, right? And so we had a lot in common, right? And they were they were friends, <laughs> you know, and so and so yeah, but anyway, yeah, but man, we gotta do it again, man. Before we end our show today, we'd like to mention one more time this show is presented by Bet Online. Hey, that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if you like the show tonight, comment, share it with your friends. This is 100 Yards of Football, and I had two FSU legends, Edinburgh Richardson and Mr. Walter Carter, on with us tonight. Thank you guys again for coming on. What is your favorite moment from football history? What teams and players are you cheering on, and who will win it all? We want to hear from you, our listeners. Head over to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch and leave us a comment. We might use your suggestion in an upcoming episode. Tune in daily to the podcast and watch our show live every week. We are 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio on the Believe Podcast Network. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.